welcome mm-hmm. to Arclight Studio folks in this episode is on last will and testament yeah i know it's a pretty gloomy topic no one really wants to talk about wills now let's come to the first question what is a will legally a will is a document in which a person specifies a method to be applied in the management and distribution of his estate after his death and what's the difference between last will and testament and normally a will the version of a will that supersedes all previous wills if any or previous versions of the will if any is called the last will and testament the last will and testament is what will govern how your estate which is all your assets in the liabilities the net of everything how the same will be managed after your death now by no means is this podcast any legal advice although i am belonging to the legal fraternity this broadcast would not construe as legal advice in any sense of the word now you obviously can write a last will and testament by hand by yourself but there's a big 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 possibility that you might screw a little or a small thing here and there and that might mess up everything because your will only applies after you're dead so you can't really clarify what you intended to write that's why I always approach a lawyer or a good law firm to write your will for you this might come at a charge but really you're making a will it's worth it because you really can't contact anyone and clarify your intentions after you're dead that being said i'll give a few pointers on what exactly you have to you know include in your will now this is pertaining obviously to the indian context you have to start your will by stating your full name now everything should be according to a government authorized document now if you're using an aadhar it should be your name should be as given in the aadhar and the aadhar number should be mentioned if you're using a passport it should be as your passport mentions your name and your passport number should follow it and your address should be your permanent address as reflected in government records now you should clarify which religion or which faith you are if you are an atheist just say uh, the religion that you were born into if any or your family is part of or if your atheist family mention that you do not have any faith and such because this is really important this is how your body and your rights will be conducted after your death now make sure if you are married or if you are not married make sure to mention that if you are married mention the name of your spouse again as per the government documents and also mention her faith now you have to appoint an executor and trustee executor is the person who will you know usually execute the entire will and trustees is the beneficiaries of the will who the benefit of your real estate will go normally your trustees are your spouse and your children and in indian families the executor is usually the spouse then the eldest child then the subsequent the, the it goes in seniority you can mix this up if you want otherwise if you do not if you think there might be skirmishes in between the truster trustees and the executor you might also ask another person to be an executor of the will also if you are approaching a law firm or a lawyer you can ask them to have if they offer being an executor because some firms do offer that 
now coming to your estate you have to define what your estate now obviously you're going to def- because you're making the will for india you're going to say all my assets and all my properties everything within the territory of india and all your insurance proceed and how your estate would be administered like pay any debts pay for your funeral and testamentary expenses that is the execution of the will and what is the rest is called the residuary estate after paying your debts after paying the funeral costs after paying whatever it takes for the testamentary rights that is called residue the residuary estate and you're going to give the residue to your trustees your residuary estate is going to go to your trustees now i'm going to say let's say the most common way of enacting a gift of residue okay the most common way first let's say mr x is married to ms y and they have children a b a and b all right i'm not using general uh, genders because it can work either way now x is making the will he's the testator now the primary mode is that he gives his entire gift like his entire residuary estate to y his spouse his children is left entirely out of picture but there's a sub clause for the gift of residue and what's really happening is that in case uh, y which is his wife or husband cannot take the restore estate in case they have you know died beforehand or some calamity has happened and they really can't take the estate the further gift of residue kicks in and what basically happens is that he says i give 50% to a or any of a's legal heirs if considering they have children and 50% to b and again his successors in the legal order that's a son his daughter his wife things like that but you also mention if a is not able to get his 50% that 50% will go to b and if b is not able to take 50% his 50% will then go to a so let's say in a scenario where why is alive the mother or the hus- uh, father is alive everything will go to them mother or the father in case why is also dead and a and b are alive 50% of the residue estate will go to a and 50% is to b if b is not alive it will go to a completely but also b should not have any children let's say b died at a very young age then the full thing will go to a but b is dead his wife is dead but his children are alive so technically the 50% will be uh, you know distributed between his children and the 50% remaining will go to a that's how it works because it branches out like a root now also another important thing is trustee's powers you let's say you while writing the will you really don't account for all of the things because you're a novice all right now you're going to give plenary powers to trustees like trustees are able to convert your jewelry and wide powers such as that also in case of executors you're going to grant some you know backup plans to executor let's say you name y as executor as i've said there going to be a clause that says if y fails to fulfill his obligation his or her obligations as executor or is not willing to do the same then the executor shall be a and the same clause you're going to insert again and 
executor is going to be so first priority is going to be why the mother if she is not willing to that's going to be your son or again you might you can appoint an alternate ex executor provided that they're up to the task upon a segment for people who have children who are minors that is below the age of 18 is that they'll have to appoint a guardian in their will and the guardian usually looks after the kids until they attain the age of majority which is that they attain 18 years of age now you have to appoint actually two guardians in your will one is the immediate guardian and one is the temporary guardian the actual guardian and the temporary guardian now for most people let's revert back to x x is making the will and let's say b is a minor now x wants to appoint his brother p as the guardian who takes care of b because b is a minor now x appoints p as the guardian but the problem is p is in another country now between the death and the actual time when p arrives back to india to take care of b or take b somewhere else there's going to be a time lag now although the world is a small village a global village now it takes time to travel from countries especially considering the current scenario of pandemic it's not easily to travel so this is a temporary guardian that's appointed now if let's say x and his family lives in delhi x is going to appoint some a neighbor of his or a real close friend of his who is also in delhi as a temporary guardian so that the temporary guardian can take care of the minor until his brother or whoever he deems as the permanent guardian arrives notwithstanding this the same clause that we inserted into the executor also applies that saying that if the guardian is not able to do the guardianship or is not willing to do the same the guardian may appoint someone else who's capable of doing that lastly the will has to be signed by two witnesses the testator it's recommended that the witnesses include at least two witnesses so it's recommended that the witnesses include a chartered accountant a doctor and a lawyer why because it's easier to prove the will and easier to prove that you are in a really good mental state you are in the appropriate mental state while making the will since the doctor is there as a lawyer and you knew your finances because your accountant was there now for a will to kick into action it has to become a probate so after you die the will has to be produced before court and the court has to recognize it only then it becomes a probate which gives it binding power and if there are people who do not like your will right they are going to challenge it now it is to deter this challenge or counter this challenge that you're having strong witnesses like a doctor it's not needed but it's recommended and that's a wrap for today's episode guys i hope you guys had as much fun listening to the podcast as i did presenting it do check out the other episodes in this podcast and also spread the word about arclight studios